Hi, this is Maury Moreland Morrison, here to tell you GEICO has more than just great savings. Much more. GEICO's been around for more than 75 years, back when they were using Morse code. Sorry, that's just my sense of humor. What's more, with GEICO, you get 24-7 access to licensed agents on the app, online, or over the phone, so you can talk to them at night or in the morning. So forevermore, just know that no other auto insurer has more more than GEICO. More power to you. GEICO. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Joyce Barry and Friends, the number one worldwide radio show. The show's outrageous and it's contagious. It will lift your spirits high, you'll feel that you can fly. Transform your attitude, fill it with gratitude. Cut loose and improvise, it's coaching time today. Joyce is a great coach with an extraordinary approach. Fast on the upbeat, top of the heap. A wild motivator, great stimulator. Unstoppable in a humoristic way. Life lessons with passion, joyfully today. You want Joyce as your coach if you want this to be your best year ever. Coach Joyce here. I want this to be your best year ever. I want this to be my best year ever. I want this to be the best year ever for Father Brian McQueenie, his friends and family. I want this to be the best year ever for America. So bless you one and all, and bless our friends worldwide. Have this be your best year ever. Welcome to Joyce, Barry, and Friends. We are broadcasting live across America and around the world. This is the Hour to Empower, with stimulating talk, views you can use, memorable quotes, and powerful life lessons. We always have hot guests and cool topics. We even have cool guests and hot topics. You always want to tune us on, tune in, and tune up with us to hear the best of the best. You do not want to miss any of our shows. Each show goes into our archives. Log into Joyce Barry and Friends.com, Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E, and you will see each guest and each topic on our homepage. You can play and download any of our shows, always informative, inspiring, and motivational. You want to share these special shows with your friends, family, and contacts. You can follow us on Facebook and become a Joyce Barry subscriber and even a fan by going to our Joyce Barry and Friends fan page. Be sure to check like. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us by going to our Blog Talk Radio homepage and clicking follow right below my picture. You can also message me in any of these venues about our show, about our guests, about anything. My official website is JoyceBarry.com, Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E. The chat room is open. Log into the chat room, have fun, and chat away. I go back and forth into the chat room during the show to see what is going on in there. Motivation, inspiration, and an education. Positive, happy thoughts to improve your life, health, and finances. Take positive actions to create a gratifying lifestyle. Life lessons from me, your host, Joyce Barry, straight from the Coach's Corner, and then you will hear from our wonderful guest today. 
folks, every day should be treated like a special day. We wish you the finest of friends, the opulence of opportunities, the magic of miracles, and the happiest of days. May this year be your best year ever. I always feel honored and humbled to have Father Brian McWeeny as our special guest. He is the Director of Ecumenical Affairs and Interreligious Activities for the Archdiocese of New York. Today he pays tribute to our veterans and offers his blessings. Truth be told, we should honor our vets every day, not just on Veterans Day. Let's help our military members, veterans, and their families Please do your part to assist them and support them. Donate to their causes. Do random acts of kindness. Do what you can to make the world a better place for our awesome veterans. I love what Maya Angelou said, how important it is for us to recognize and celebrate our heroes and sheroes. <laughs> and so I just want to give you some important facts to know about this holiday, and then I will turn the show over to our guest, Brian McWeeny, Father Brian McWeeny. Veterans Day was called Armistice Day. In November 1919, President Wilson proclaimed this day as the first commemoration with the following words, to us in America, the reflections of Armistice Day will be filled with solemn pride and the heroism of those who died in the country's service and with gratitude for the victory, both because of the thing from which it has freed us and because of the opportunity it has given America to show her sympathy with peace and justice in the councils of the nations. Other countries honor their veterans each year on November 11, although the name and types of commemorations are different. Veterans Day continues to be observed on November 11, regardless of what day of the week on which it falls. And again, I'm saying I'm doing the show today, even though it is not November 11, because in my view, it should be celebrated every day. On the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month in 1918, an armistice went into effect, and all fighting between the Allied nations and Germany ceased. The holiday marks the anniversary of the end of World War One. The original concept for the celebration was for a day observed with parades and public meetings and a brief suspension of business beginning at 11 a.m. It is one of the most celebrated days each and every year. It became a legal federal holiday in the U.S. in 1938, and on the same year, on October 8, President Dwight D. Eisenhower changed the name Armistice Day to Veterans Day and stated in order to ensure proper and widespread observance of this anniversary, all veterans, all veterans organizations, and the entire citizenry will wish to join hands in the common 
purpose. Many people confuse Memorial Day and Veterans Day. This holiday celebrates the service of all U.S. military veterans, while Memorial Day is a day of remembering the men and women who gave their lives and those who perished while in service. And finally, the celebration's main purpose is to honor America's veterans for their patriotism, love of country, and willingness to serve and sacrifice for the common good. Father Brian, thank you so much for joining with us today for this important celebration. Well, I'm I'm grateful for the opportunity, Joyce, to uh, be one with you in your appreciation of the sacrifice of many of our brothers and sisters for the freedom of our nation. I was quite interested in your uh, introduction because I think there is a great confusion among people. They don't know the origins of Veterans Day, and they don't know the origins either of Memorial Day. Memorial Day was created following the Civil War and was not called Memorial Day, if you recall, but was called Decoration Day. And Declaration Day was for all families to go out to the gravesides of their family members who had died in war and to decorate the uh, tombstones or the plaques or whatever they had there, uh, remembering the gift of their ancestors to our freedom. And But November was directed... Well, first of all, why was it called Armistice Day? Because there was supposed to be no more wars after World War I. It was the war to end all wars. And unfortunately, that was an empty promise because it was soon followed 20 years later by World War II. And since then, we've had the Korean War, the Vietnam War, and the uh, actions in so many parts of the world, but especially now in Afghanistan and in the Middle East. And it's a very uh, hard day for many Americans who have come home injured uh, spiritually, psychologically, uh, and physically. And we are, as you say, obligated to honor them not only on the 11th, but indeed uh, every day of the year through our actions, not just, you know, uh, saying uh, we appreciate what they did, which we do, but to certainly honor them by our proactive attitude towards all veterans. Absolutely, and that's why uh, doing this day on a day that is not the official Veterans Day celebration was my way of driving that point home that every day is an opportunity for you to make a difference in the life of a veteran or someone in his or her family, uh, an organization. There's just so many ways you can contribute and do your part. I strongly invite you to do your part. They certainly did their part to preserve peace for us. Uh, Back to you, Father. Well, I I think of so many uh, different people who have done, as you've said, I think of, of Mr. Fisher, and you'll excuse me, uh, I forget his first name, but he was an immigrant, uh, I believe, from Russia, uh, a Jewish immigrant who would come here. And uh, 
he saw the freedom that he enjoyed in this country and wanted to give something back. So being that he was in the contracting business, he decided to build near all of the veterans' hospitals uh, some housing for families. For example, uh, I think of my friends in the Air Force at Lakeland Air Force Base down in San Antonio. And many of the uh, Air Force people uh, who come back with injuries are taken care of in the hospital there. And Mr. Fisher built the first housing there for the family. So a family does not have to uh, commute back and forth or doesn't have to pay for hotels or anything. But they will take the wife or the parents or, and or the children of the person who is being treated at the uh, base uh, hospital and they will take care of him. And uh, this, he did, I think he built about 16 of such institutions and became so widely popular that now there is a whole Fisher Foundation that takes care of these homes uh, for our uh, families of those who have been wounded in war. And that's just one example. I think of, you know, you know CSI, Gary Sinise. I don't know if you ever remember that actor. But yes, he, I, he I do. up an organization that builds smart homes for veterans. A smart home is one that's run basically completely by computer. And so if the uh, injured uh, vet comes in and is trying to make a cup of coffee, uh, everything will be within his line of sight. If it is not, it can be lowered by uh, the uh, pushing of a button or whatever. You know, anything that would help them to have a life which is more fulfilling despite whatever injuries they suffer. And, and many of them, as you well know, Joyce, have suffered greatly uh, in these wars with these uh, IMDs and things like that, the uh, bombs that explode along the roads. I have to say I've heard of smartphones, but I never heard of smart homes. My goodness, that is awesome. I didn't even know anything like that existed except for the billionaires of our time that can get just about anything. So you're saying there's some organization uh, that Gary Sinise founded that will provide these kind of homes to make life, uh, uh, in, uh, you know, on a much easier level for our disabled exactly. vets. Yes. Uh, how would uh, people to, access that? I guess through Google, Gary Sinise uh, and yeah, Smart I mean, Homes? I mean Google Gary Sinise Homes for Veterans. Okay, Gary Sinise. I, I can't wait to see it because that's that fascinates. Not, I, I don't even know if Gary Sinise is still alive. I've heard of him. Gary Sinise is alive. Uh, he came and spoke to... Uh, our Knights of Columbus, I forget where, at our annual convention, and he held 3,000 people um, in the palm of his hand as he was talking about his experience, and certainly a lot of the men and women there uh, joined his effort at that point. Wow. That is awesome, truly awesome. I learn something every day on my show. So, um, Gary Sinise Homes for Vets, uh, I believe there's a Gary Sinise Foundation. 
I, I invite you folks to check it out. That is, you know, I, I've researched a lot of the organizations for vets. There's a Veterans Crisis Line at 800-273-8255, a Veterans United Home Loans Line. If you need a loan, 855-505-1304, Legal Representation Pro Bono, 888-838-7727, uh, for the uh, veterans program nearest you, the National Call Center for Homeless Vets, 877-424-3838, and Financial Grants for Veterans of Foreign Wars. It's a grant, not a loan, so you know, never need to repay it, 866-789-6333. So I just wanted to add that to resources since I consider resources like a, a, a real important contribution we can make to all of you to to go to these things and get the aid that you desperately need. I agree, and but I would like just to uh, maybe jump off on your point. One of the things that we're deeply aware of, and properly so, is the um, difficulties that these men and women uh, because women are in combat now, uh, they come back and uh, they need our aid. But also needing our aid are the veterans of prior wars. Remember when our soldiers came home from Vietnam, uh, they were not treated well. And uh, in fact, many of them were despised by uh, their own generation. And therefore, there was a lot of difficulties that they encountered, uh, such as alcoholism and, and drug abuse. And many of our homeless in our big cities are veterans of Vietnam, and yet they seem to be ignored because, you know, of the overwhelming uh, uh, injuries uh, and deaths that our veterans are experiencing in um, Afghanistan and the Middle East. But we should not forget uh, the fellows from that period. The guys from the Korean War are still with us. Most of the World War II uh, veterans have gone uh, to God for their reward. But uh, Vietnam veterans have been uh, pushed to the side sometimes uh, because of the unpopularity of the war that we asked them uh, to fight. It is, yes, that's very true. Um, But as sad as it is to even hear these kind of things and what's going on, we really have to stop, assess, and ask ourselves, what can we do? (laughs) What kind of a role can we play? And uh, I I just Googled specially adopted smart homes, Gary Sinise. So, yes, definitely go check it out on the Internet. And it it is amazing what they're doing. Smart homes all across the country with a place to call home. These heroes and these families can move forward with their lives. So simply uh, Google that Gary Sinise, S-I-N-I-S-E Foundation, and you'll find out all about it. 
uh, father, uh, be, besides the foundations that uh, support them, I still say that people should do the mundane even, although nothing is mundane, that random act of kindness, asking if they need your support in doing errands for them, taking care of their pets, volunteering at the VA hospitals. Uh, there's a number here, one eight seven seven four aid vet eight seven seven four two four three eight three eight. Free access to trained counselors for the adult homeless population. If you're at all interested, folks, there's a myriad of ways that you can do your part. Did you speak at any recent uh, things to trivialize the veterans, Father? I know you you run around so much in ways that you can help people. Well, I, I did not speak this year because uh, being in an administrative role, it's more difficult for me to connect with uh, some of our veterans. But when I was a parish priest, uh, I never hesitated to speak at these various gatherings. And But also one of the things that you know, we have to look at both sides of the picture. We had a scandal during the Obama administration, a scandal which probably predated them and also is still going on, and that is the nature of the veterans' hospitals. And the best way, I think, to get a handle on uh, what's going on in the veterans' hospital is to do as you suggest, to visit uh, these veteran hospitals, and if we see conditions which are inappropriate to uh, our soldiers' treatment, then we should speak up. We should contact our governmental officials, not only in the Veterans Administration, but indeed in the body politic, whether it's our senator or a representative. It's very, very important that we do that uh, because uh, some of our hospitals have been found wanting in terms of waiting periods of time for treatment, as well as once they got into the facility, that the facility certainly uh, did not possess the necessary uh, cleanliness in some cases, in other cases the equipment, in other cases the personnel that are necessary to treat very complex physical and psychological uh, uh, problems. The other thing is in the that was hospital, such a travi travesty that was heart wrenching to hear those stories that they couldn't get medical care for years, not days, but years. That yes. that broke my heart to hear that. Any Even reference to that on the news just broke my heart. You so it, it's a very disturbing uh, thing, but also, you know. Uh, coming from a religious background, as I do, uh, one of the things that I would invite your listeners to go to is to find out who the religious figures are who go to the veterans' hospitals for uh, services. Uh, many hospitals have chaplains uh, of different faiths, Jewish, uh, Catholic, Christian, Muslim, and they should volunteer their duties to uh, whatever uh, the chaplain needs. For example, uh, in a large facility, large VA hospital, let's say 
uh, there's going to be a, a Sabbath service for the Jewish community. The volunteer doesn't have to be Jewish. He could be Catholic, he could be Christian, he could be Muslim, and he would take upon himself or she would take upon herself uh, the moving of wheelchairs into where the service is going to be. It doesn't mean that you have to you know, be accustomed to Mass or to a, a Sabbath service or to uh, any kind of uh, prayer service. It's you move the people who want to be there uh, to attend that service because just coming together uh, for prayer, for reflection, uh, gives a sort of encouragement to each of our veterans. So that, that would be something that I would suggest. But there's also that other aspect of the number of veterans that exist within our community. And that's where your suggestion comes in again, Joyce, that uh, they make sure that they know uh, what their neighbors need and perhaps might shop for them. Or even, you know, especially our blind veterans, what a great blessing it is for people to go and to read to them. You know, they might want a cert certain book read to them, and it really uh, opens up a whole new world uh, to the uh, unsighted individual who's a veteran. And uh, because sometimes, you know, like people were, are born blind, and as they've gotten older, they, they want to see, but they have never seen. Others, like our veterans, have had the gift of sight for maybe 20 or 25 years of their life, and all of a sudden uh, their combat causes them to lose their sight, that's a much more difficult psychological uh, obstacle to them. And any attention we can bring to them would be uh, most promising. Uh, and, you know, when you said read to them, oh, my God, what a, a blessing that is but also to write for them, to write the letter uh, to their friends, to their family, all the things that will make a difference. So from small ways to big ways, from charities to donations, uh, whatever you can do to help. Uh, there's another national foundation called Donate to Disabled Vets Foundation, 888-782-2148. So, yes, it could be, you know, taking care of their pets, uh, while they go off to service so they don't have to worry about their pets. All you have to ask, and you will find a myriad of ways, countless ways that you can make a difference. I don't want to be negative, uh, Joyce, but I think I have to put in a little caveat here, and that is that when you uh, do send funds to a veterans organization, make sure that they have bona fides. You know, check with the Better Business Bureau, check with the Veterans Administration, uh, make sure that the group that you're so generously supporting is a group worthy of that support. And that the veterans Oh, my goodness, are you are so right on that, that it's not a scam you're calling. You have yes. to be so careful. You're, that's very, very important information. 
you know, it reminds me, I get countless calls. They say I'm with your local police department. We're asking for donations. I said, that's fine. Just put it in writing. Send me the literature. And I never once got any kind of literature or anything to substantiate that it was a legitimate call. So what you said wasn't negative at all. It was a positive way to make sure what you're donating is in the right hands. I have to tell you a funny story, Joyce. There was one so-called, I put it in quotes, Jewish organization that would call me. <laughs> in quotes. And, yes. And, uh, because I don't, believe, yes. I don't believe the organization even existed. And um, they, they always said to me, well, your predecessor uh, participated and gave us this amount of money. And um, I knew my predecessor and... Uh, he hardly gave money to anything. <laughs> so oh, I said, that's well, funny. But, but the thing is, I, I did what you suggested. I said, oh, well, that's fine. My fax number is, and I gave it. And so send anything you have uh, over the phone, uh, over the fax, and I'll be glad to respond. And as you say, I never got it. And she was I get so, so many year, calls, but that's really line. important. Like you said, you know, I never got one, not even one. I get all these calls, fire department, police department. I said, it's wonderful what you're doing. I appreciate it. I'd love to contribute. Just send it at the envelope and on um, your literature, uh, on your letterhead. Never once, never. No, that that's very true. And the thing is, uh, this is a little way away from the veterans, but certainly our first responders. When they call for the fire department or for the police department, you say, well, how can they do that and get away with it without being closed down by the law? And what they do is very cleverly, they donate to the police department or to the fire department, but 5%. So 95% goes in their pocket. But because they have donated to the uh, police department or fire department, they can't be touched because a donation was made. Wow, that that I get that. I I've done shows on uh, the worst charities to donate where it is like that. Some of them literally shocked me, where it was ninety five percent to their salaries to them and five percent to the organization. Some of them really did shock me. So yeah. I know as yeah. fact what you're saying is correct. And you really you know and and you look at these families and. Even with great treatment, even with support, so many of the families ultimately break apart because of the psychological and, and spiritual emptiness that they have experienced. And so uh, when someone says they've done enough, uh, you have to compare that with someone who is willing uh, to go on a line and, and give his life or offer his life for the sake of our freedom. So not only do you want to make a difference, but you want to be extremely cautious on how you're making a difference, where you're putting your money. You want to know that you're getting it to the right place. Extremely, extremely important. 
Uh, Father, um, one of the things I want you to do. Go ahead. If I could add this, you know, our emphasis is properly so on this period of time is veterans. But also, I would want your listeners to be concerned about our active duty personnel, the people who are presently serving in our various armed forces, uh, because uh, the help that is needed is probably a great deal of help for their families. And what a relief it would be to someone on the line, on the battle lines, if they realize that back home, uh, their wife or their husband, their children were being uh, cared for uh, by their fellow citizens. Not necessarily in a big way, as you say, those little ways that we reach out to uh, young children, particularly uh, as their father or mother are, are facing, uh, you know, danger. Folks, your veterans already demonstrated what they did for our country, what they are doing for our country. Now we have to ask, what can we do for our vets? Really, really important. It's never a wrong time to do the right thing. It's never about, I'll get to it someday, I understand it. It's take action, and if not now, when? That's correct, yeah. Father, as a man of of faith, and you're always motivating and inspiring, (laughs) what can you do to get people off their butt, to get people ready right here, right now, to make that difference? That's really what we want from today's show, to make a difference. Well, it's a very complex issue, believe it or not. Uh, let me let me start with a more general comment and then get specific in my response to you. I really believe that one of the big problems in our society today is the failure to know the history of our country. It's the failure to know the history of this human society in which we live. For example, for too many, Veterans Day is a day off. Veterans Day is a shopping day. Veterans Day is a day to sleep late. But they don't take seriously the response of their fellow citizens to all of the moments in which these men and women put their lives on the lines, going back all the way to the Revolutionary War, going back to keeping the Union together in the Civil War, going back to becoming a a very powerful nation and therefore obligated to care for those nations that uh, could not protect themselves. And that certainly was true in World War II, uh, where we saw Uh, the harm being brought about by uh, a madman in uh, both Japan as well as in Germany, and we responded to that need, even though our country, with the exception of Pearl uh, Pearl Harbor, had not been attacked itself. 
we saw that other people were in the line of fire and, and our sense of uh, purpose, our sense of human dignity uh, forced us to move ahead. But it's a real problem when our, our young people do not know our history. They don't know the difference uh, that you very wisely pointed out between a Memorial Day and a uh, Veterans Day. And that's that's sad. And they, well, look, uh, we just had an election, and no comment on whatever results happened. But one result was 40 million people did not vote. Now, How many is that number? I hadn't heard. How many? 40 million. Wow. And probably well, those are the ones that are complaining the most about the results. It's possible, but... If you go to uh, the Ukraine or to parts of uh, China, they would love to have the ability to judge who should be their leaders in a free society. We don't take that uh, seriously. So if you, it's hard to motivate, you know, at this point, 40 million people to take an interest that just means them going across the street to their local public school or uh, public institution and, and pulling down a lever. So it's a very complex question that you ask as to what will motivate people. Unfortunately, many times it's a 9-11 that motivates them. All of a sudden, you know, our uh, churches were filled, and I'm sure the synagogues, on uh, the days following 9-11. But then after a while, everybody listened to George Bush and got back to normal. And back to normal is becoming more apathetic, uh, more distant from the uh, details of uh, our lives. And so I would hope that seeing some of the ceremonies of Veterans Day, uh, hearing some people speak about the sacrifices made on their behalf, that would motivate them uh, to be a part of the uh, people who care for our veterans. I must say this, though. Uh, in New York City, our veterans parade uh, has become much larger over the years. Uh, I remember periods of time in which the parade in New York City was over in like 10 minutes. But now there are many, many different uh, groups responding uh, to the call to march on behalf of our veterans, and it, that's a positive sign. So if you want to have a positive sign of what's going on, I, I would say that that's one of them. Yes. And just while we're on positive signs, Folks, I want to invite you to listen to our show uh, every day, always positive, always for uh, the good of making a difference to the individual, to the country. And here in the wise words of our health guru, Beverly Nadler, is why you should be listening. Listen to me. I have something to say about a wonderful way to start your day, a way to stimulate your mind and increase your energy make you feel so good. And guess what? It's free. Weekdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, hear the Joyce, Barry, and Friends show. 
You'll find it on the internet, on Blog Talk Radio. This show is upbeat and fun and very inspirational. It's informative, educational, and very motivational. There's the Coach's Corner, great quotes and news. There are suggestions, perspectives, and advice you can use to enhance your life and improve your health, plus clever, simple ways to increase your wealth. Joyce's perceptions and personality will keep you captivated, and her guests from many walks of life will always keep you fascinated. When Joyce and her friends speak, it's like you're in the conversation. This is part of what makes her show so unique, really a sensation. For Joyce's friends are not only the guests you're listening to, they're everyone who is tuning in. Yes, I do mean you. So refer your friends and family. They'll be so pleased to know. And let's make Joyce, Barry, and Friends the number one Internet radio show. And, folks, we ask you to partner up with us in having that happen. Simply go to Joyce Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E, and friends.com, and right on the upper left of the homepage, you'll see my picture, and under that, you just click follow. And by doing that, you become a loyal follower of our show where you will find uh, every, you will get an email on every show, every guest, every topic, so you need not miss any of our special shows. When you can join us at 11 a.m. Eastern when we are live, uh, you can go to our archives 24-7 at that address, JoyceBarryAndFriends.com. Do become a follower. We really appreciate you. Back to you, Father. Well, I, I couldn't uh, disagree, uh, disagree with anything that has been said. Uh, to maintain a positive uh, viewpoint towards our country and towards our future. And that positive viewpoint will become an actual viewpoint if we do as, we, as our veterans did for us. They took part. Remember, uh, there was a draft in my time. Uh, I was drafted and I was uh, slated 4D. Now, my sisters said that meant defective, but it wasn't. It was 4D was divinity student. And so I was in <laughs> seminary at that she said time. defective. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's, that's what sisters have a right to say and nobody else. Oh, oh that's <laughs> funny. But uh, there were also many uh, millions especially during World War II, uh, who volunteered, you know, who put themselves in harm's way uh, for the sake of the freedoms that we all enjoy. And that's so very, very important, uh, that we recognize that many of these uh, men and women uh, were uh, not forced, but uh, became part of uh the effort to keep America free and the world at peace. One of the things that I, I think this uh, present day has seen, and, and I'm sure our uh, veteran women uh, especially are sensitive to this, that unlike previous wars, uh, there is no battle lines. Uh, the battle lines are wherever 
uh, people are. And uh, so, therefore, when we say, uh, you know, that women are not facing combat, uh, they are. They're in combat positions. Uh, they're combat officers. And they are facing as much danger and sometimes more danger uh, than some of their male colleagues. So uh, we have to recognize the universality of uh, generosity among our active soldiers and among those who have gone before them. Father, on that key distinction, uh, does that mean that you were exempt from service or do they still want you? Because I know they have so many chaplains in service. So what does that uh have you not be in service, or have you been in service as a chaplain? Yeah, uh, we are. Most of the guys who who volunteer uh, or who are in service are all volunteers. And uh, in our case, as Catholic priests, we must ask our archbishop or bishop to uh, free us to join the chaplain service, and. Uh, we have in our diocese uh, a, a very heroic uh, history of chaplains. Uh, one of the uh, most famous chaplains was Father Duffy in World War I uh, with the Fighting 69th. And he was so famous at the time that in the middle of Times Square now, there is a statue, the Father Duffy Square statue. Then Father uh, Gilmore from the little town of Wappingers Falls in northern uh, part of our diocese, he died in Anzio uh, Beach. So we've lost a number of men who were with their um, uh, soldiers in, in dying. They had no weapons, of course, as chaplains. Then I think of in Vietnam, uh, Father Capadano. And Father Capadano uh, remained behind to be with the wounded, and uh, he was massacred along with uh, the soldiers he was seeking to protect. In fact, he has mm -hmm. now uh, been uh, lined uh, up for possible uh, canonization as a saint. Wow. So uh, we have many priests who, uh, this Veterans Day, we must appreciate in a very special way. But we have just so you're saying that they got into service not by being drafted, but by volunteering. No, no. Uh, and I think of my brother rabbis and Protestant ministers who also uh, have volunteered um, in great numbers. One of the most famous cases was a case in uh, the Pacific Ocean, uh, the USS Washington, and the boat uh, was attacked. It was going down, and the four chaplains gave each of them gave over their life jacket to a young sailor, and the four of them together, uh, of different faiths, uh, went down with the ship. Wow, Father! Uh, again, it's wonderful the contributions of the clergy, the mentors, the supporters, the donors, all of that. But I ask you, the 
quote, average person, regular people to do your part. Everything will really make a difference, more than you can even imagine. And for those of you who say you'll get to it, it'll happen, I ask the question, if not now, when? And I do it through this original poem. Joyce, Barry, and Friends, the number one worldwide internet radio show. This poem, an original by yours truly, is entitled, If Not Now, When? We are giving you the education. We are giving you the information. We are giving you the motivation. We are giving you the inspiration. What you really need to do is to put this into application. Do you want a transformation? You must use your imagination. It might take some perspiration. It's all in the preparation. You must really be sure there is no procrastination. It helps to have a fascination and very strong determination. You want a positive demonstration, achieve success in the administration. It really is the time. Give each show your consideration. What is your aspiration? What do you need for stimulation to get healthy and off that medication? To get wealthy, it's your destination. So make today the day for your participation. If you do, congratulations. If not now, when? If not now, when, folks, Father, let us get them off their butts, B-U-T and B-U-T-T-S, and have them make a difference. Your thoughts? Oh, I, I concur 100%, and, and I hope that uh, we have done a little bit in terms of pricking uh, the conscience of the people who are listening to us. We are not asking... Uh, for a lifetime commitment. We're not asking for uh, long organizational meetings and, and things like that. It's, as you say, those acts of kindness that truly are so appreciated. When I speak to people about my brother priest, more often than not, they will speak of when a priest came to their hospital bed or when a priest came by and visited their mother or father. And I think that human companionship is a basic need that all of us have, but especially those who are either uh, locked into a uh, home where they don't have the ability to leave because of their injuries, or locked into a hospital where despite the best efforts of doctors and nurses and social workers, they, they feel uh, abandoned. Because one of the things that a veteran might say, well, they have to be here. They're uh, paid for by the government. 
But when someone from the outside, from the community, comes and says, you know, I really appreciate what you're doing. Let me give you an example. Every organization, whether they're religious or not, can in the summertime and the late spring participate in uh, a veteran's picnic or into a uh, baseball game or whatever. What I mean by that is my brother Knights of Columbus, which is a Catholic organization, many of them will go to the local veterans hospital and will pay for uh, a beautiful picnic uh, outside for the uh, veterans. They'll give each veteran a gift and whatever. And that is something that's looked forward to by our veterans. Other uh, groups, other professional sports groups often will make provision for welcoming veterans on special days of activity. I know that last Saturday I was watching some college football, and I'm not really a, a sports guy, but I was uh, very much pleased by the number of colleges which uh, had special areas for uh, active duty soldiers as well as for uh, veterans. And so you saw the Navy uniforms, the Marine uniforms, the Army and the Air Force uniforms. And let's not forget the Coast Guard. So all these people were entertained, thank God, by uh, very generous college communities. And I hope that continues, as you say, throughout the year. And folks, our commitment, Father Brian, myself, our, those peace-loving folks all over, our commitment is that you really respect, show your respect to the veterans, celebrate the veterans. But most importantly, even beyond that, like this, what the show is focused on today, to do your part. I gave you several resources Father did as well. And I go back to those of you as a coach. I hear this a lot. I really get what you're saying. I promise you I will get to it someday. I agree with you. I want to make a difference. I will get to it some, someday. So let me just share this poem that I also write. So those of you, for those of you who actually believe there is a someday. Someday, an original poem by yours truly, Joyce Barry. I went to my calendar and took a look. I discovered that someday was not in the book. I looked carefully, for someday I did seek, but only Monday through Sunday appeared on each week. I got really confused. This was not funny. I always said someday I'd make very good money. I always said someday I'd get everything done. I always said someday I'd be number one. I always said someday this and someday that. Someday is starting to sound like very old hat. I became very sure that something was wrong. No someday on my calendar all along. I thought everything I wanted would come to be. It would happen someday. I kept telling me. It was someday. I kept telling you that all our dreams were sure to come true. How shocking to discover that all along, someday was not in the calendar. How could I be so wrong? 
how could I not know that why I was stuck was that someday would never, ever show up. There wasn't a calendar anywhere, none to be found, that had someday in it, it would never come around. I always knew that if something is going to be, I am totally responsible. It's all up to me. I thought of my goals and made a new list. How exciting to realize that someday did not exist. Now I really know without any doubt that Monday through Sunday is in and someday is out. So I ask you women, I ask you men, I ask myself, if not right now, when? So, Father, hopefully we drove the point home. Hopefully those poems drove the point home. Uh, What would you like to share as your message to our listeners? And then, as always, I will ask you for your special blessing. Okay. Uh, I would like to uh, just share with your uh, listeners my hope that they will take to heart what they have heard today and what I think they have probably heard from others beside ourselves, whether at services last Friday or uh, on their religious services on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, that each of us has a responsibility uh, to care for our neighbor. In the book of Genesis, in the Old Testament for Christians and in the Torah for our Jewish community, It says, am I my brother's keeper? And there's no answer except yes. We are our brother's keeper, especially those brothers who have been there for us, uh, laying down their lives, laying down their occupations so they can go off uh, to defend those freedoms that are so important and yet so often taken for granted. And so my prayer and blessing today is to our Heavenly Father, asking him to watch over all those men and women who have given of themselves totally to the freedom of this nation, that they might overcome their physical ailments, their psychological uh, difficulties, and their spiritual malaise, that they might be fully restored in body and spirit. And I ask Almighty God to remind each of us of the debt that we owe to one another for the freedoms given to us. John Adams said in one of his letters, when history is written, will they remember what we did here in terms of the Declaration of Independence? We must remember. We must remember the past. Because if we do not, then we are condemned to repeat the worst parts of it and that we will be all the poorer for their experience. So Almighty God, bless us. Bless each of our soldiers, active and veterans, and bless all in the United States of America. Amen. As always, Father, that was beautiful. 
I love when you're on our show. You have an open invitation anytime to be on our show. We really appreciate you. Folks, the willingness of America's veterans to sacrifice for our country has earned them a lasting gratitude. Freedom is never free. This is my special prayer for all of you. Make this the last day, the very last day of your struggles, your suffering, your ill health, your misfortunes, your problems, your pain, your worries, your troubles, your trials and tribulations. May this be the first day. It is the first day of the rest of your life. May it be the beginning of the very best of your life with extraordinary wishes granted and dreams coming true. Make this the most meaningful year of making more money, good health, good luck, good fortune, attracting special people and opportunities, creating magical memories and manifesting marvelous miracles. And folks, we invite you to sing along with us, dance along with us, celebrate along with us, and laugh along with us. And you can do that right here, right now, starting with the Joyce Barry Mash. Thank you, and God bless you. I was listening to Blog Talk Radio when my ears heard something that I did know. From the speakers of my laptop, I heard a voice. It was the White Oprah, also known as Joyce. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She is a coaching smash. He did the mash. You'll catch on in a flash. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. I felt so inspired by her show, and her poetry was just so good, you know. I want to listen to Joyce again and again, as Joyce would say, if not now, when? He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She is a coaching smash. He did the mash. You'll catch on in a flash. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry Mash. Joyce knows all about having fun. She's a home business wizard and she's just begun. She's a coaching sensation for not just me or you or her. It's for everyone. You can mash. Do the Joyce Barry Mash. Joyce Barry Mash. She's a home business smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can mash. Do the Joyce Barry mash! Wow. <laughs> wow. Have a fantastic day wow. and listen to Joyce Barry and friends. You're listening to Love Advice with Leanne. Caller, you're on the air. Uh, hi, Leanne. Long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> Why, in your professional opinion, do you never take my calls off the air? Is this Carl? Yep, it's Carl. I mean, we had a few dates. Everything was great, I thought. Uh... Well, you know, when you switch to GEICO, you could save a lot of money on car insurance. Okay, awesome. You should call them. I will. GEICO, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer.